Some people live in fear. I must know where I'm going. Right. And so they have that fear from childhood that things must be organized and planned, or chaos ensues. Or will. Yeah. Yeah. And they will look at a P person and say that person is chaotic、mm -hmm. when they're not. You know. Yeah. Very planned and organized in their head. They know what they're doing. They just enjoy letting life come as it will, and they don't have to have necessarily a perfect agenda all the time.、Yep. Welcome to the Developing Great Relationships podcast, where we are having conversations to help you understand God's design for great relationships and how to develop the habits needed to achieve it. Now, here is your host, Joshua Verwers. Hey, welcome back to the Developing Great Relationships podcast. I am your host Joshua Verwers, and we are wrapping up this subject on personality types and really what they are and how they affect us and our relationships. We've talked about the extroversion, the introversion, the sensing, the intuition, the thinking, the feeling, and in today's episode, Dr. Mark and I are talking about judgment and perception. What is it? Why do we do it, and how does it affect our relationships? We're starting this conversation, yeah, right now. We're back once again, and we are wrapping up the typology, the personality types, with the J and P, judgment and perception. We talked about. The perception being the sensing and the intuitives, whereas the judgment is the thinking and feeling that logic relation.、Um, we said with extroversion and introversion, those are the mental attitudes. The S N, the sensing intuitive, the thinking, the feeling, those are the mental processes. And if I remember right, you talked about the judgment perception being lifestyle orientation. Well, orientation to the outside world.、But、What do you mean by that? Well, <clears throat> do you want to go through life making judgments about that outside world, or do you want to just perceive it and take it as it comes? The person who wants to make judgments likes to plan, organize. They're very methodical in what they do. That, yeah. Yeah. The person who likes to perceive it. Just takes it as it comes, goes with the flow. Okay. Yeah, is、um, is not into schedules as much or planning, or organizing. So、hmm. they get ready to go on vacation. They walk out and go,、oh, let's go this way. <laughs> right. Well, the planning person has the vacation, at least fixed in their mind. They know exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody does both to some extent, and so. Um, there is a natural, comfortable way for most people, but <clears throat> interesting things happen because people who like to plan and organize, live with somebody who wants to go with the flow, will get after them and say, "You know, why don't you plan things? Right? What's your ten-year plan?" And、yeah. they go, "Don't you mean ten seconds?" You know, <laughs> exactly.、Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to do in ten seconds, but ten years I don't have a clue. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. And so, the perception person will look at the judging person and say, "Why don't you just lighten up?、Mm. Go with the flow. Maybe it's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Would would these be the people that are considered being rigid? They'll be considered to be rigid by some of the P people. Okay. And, and the P people are probably considered 
wishy-washy by the the Jews? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're problems. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the extreme and okay. talk about the extreme because it, then it helps you understand what's more normal. Okay, an extreme J person, and you're not supposed to say that in some respects, but somebody who's rigidly J, uh, judgmental, they they want to make decisions. Yeah, they dislike anyone who doesn't live their life by decision-making. And um, they're unable to have fun unless all the work's done and everything's checked off. Mm. Okay. So they spend a lot of their life sort of in this anxiety and misery because things are often never done. You, you can't finish it all. They try to structure their life so that it can be. And they can be kind of miserable people sometimes. Now, on the other hand, the P person that's all the way over there and they, they don't want to plan, they don't want to organize, you know, they go with the flow. They tend to never get anything really accomplished because they don't have a plan. They don't have any organization. Everything emerges and then, you know, it's on to the next thing. And, yeah. um, so, example would be a P person goes to work and um, they show up 10 minutes late and he says, hey boss, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sure I'll just stay 10 minutes late and I'm sure it's probably okay. And the boss says, I know it will be with the next boss maybe. <laughs> right, right. You know, you're fired. Yeah. yeah. So the minutes. P people are where we get the ish, you know, so when are you going to be there? Oh, about 10-ish. Oh yeah, well we can talk about P cultures. There are There are cultures throughout the world that are Really motivated towards P and yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah I took we're a coming trip tonight. to Thailand. Yes. We're coming tonight. Well, it's not you know it's not twelve o'clock yet. That's we're right. still there. We're there. Yeah. It might would it, it would probably be easier to list the J culture because it's primarily more of a Western culture thing, isn't it? I had Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. German culture. Yeah. Is J. Yeah. A very rigidly J culture. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the British culture, Jay. And so that, you know, Anglo culture come over to America is, we're, we're pretty much Jay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's use this example. And I know you and I, we've, we've talked about this. It's one that we, we like using. Um, Jays like organization. They like planning. They like structure. P's take it as it goes. How does that look in a sock drawer? A sock drawer. Yeah, I love that example. <laughs> it's a real story about a client I had. And I was talking about personality type, and I got down to JP, and, and she snickered. And I said, what's so funny? She says, you should see my sock drawer. And I'm thinking, too much information. I hope it doesn't gravitate to the underwear drawer. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And she says, I said, well, what is it about your sock drawer? She says, everything is rolled tightly and set up in the spectrum of the rainbow from infrared to ultraviolet. <laughs> and um, yeah. I said, wow, that's very interesting. You know, that's important for you. And she says, yes, yeah, I can find exactly what I want to wear. Just open the drawer and it's there. Yeah. You know, I don't have to look around. Efficient. Mm -hmm. you know? okay. And he says... Well, you should see my sock drawer. 
my side of the room. <laughs> Just yeah. launch it over there. And she starts right away saying, what's the matter with them? You know, right. slobby, sloppy, whatever. And so the condemnation, once again, you know, as we find in all the personality dimensions, yeah. you're not like me. You don't care like me. And, you know, you pick up after yourself. And to what extent is that necessary? Some people will say, right. what do you want me to pick up after myself? Uh, we should put a piece of masking tape, this side of the room mine, I function my way, this side of the room yours, I will not mess with your stuff. Yeah. You know? now, now, and we have the J and P, we obviously both do both of them as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So are there, is it, I guess I'm not even going to ask a question, I know this is the case, there are elements of my life that I am very much J, but then there are other elements that I am all P. Uh, and is that kind of common? Yes, it, it, it's very common, both directions, um, because people will learn that it works for them. Mm. It brings them satisfaction and joy. Um, healthy J people like to organize, plan, get things. But then again, they're not afraid to interrupt the plan and take a detour. It can be enjoyable. It can be fun. You can benefit from it. Yep. So J people really, for the most part, are able to be a little spontaneous, like P, mm -hmm. and um, they won't hold fast to being rigid. Now, P people learn to organize and plan, or else they get in trouble. So they yeah. early on, learn that they got to plan and organize. Yeah. And so um, a healthy P person does not forsake planning just because they want to fritter the day away, you right. know. You know uh, and so... They're disciplined. Yep. And the Bible talks about being disciplined. And it's Absolutely. so important. But, you know, as you mentioned, when the children were being brought into Jesus spontaneously, and they were going to rebuke him, he says, suffer not the little children to come unto me. Hey, I don't care if it's not part of the agenda. Let them in. Let's just go with it, yeah. Yeah, let them in. Forget the agenda for a minute. And so both are important. You know, planning, the building of a tower, planning, organizing, mm -hmm. you know, all these things work in harmony together. It's real important in a home that everybody know the difference with everybody there. Some some children will like their room to be extremely organized and planned. Yeah, absolutely. And then a little sibling will come in and move something on the dresser just <laughs> to tick them off. Were you talking to my wife the other day? Because <laughs> that just happened, yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yep. And um, it is some children know where things are, but they don't necessarily um, neaten everything up and organize everything. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good for them to learn to do that, but to tell them there's something wrong with them yeah. if they don't is, is something else. Uh, to say that in this home we organize and plan, and I will help you do it, that's different. Right. To right. say, what's the matter with you, that phrase again. Yeah. And, and they don't want to organize. Yeah. They know where everything is. I remember uh, an um, interaction with a professor one time who had piles this high on his desk all the way around, discussing a subject, and he said, I have an article. And he grabbed it and pulled it out. Knew exactly where it was in the pile. Yeah. yeah. 
totally organized without, you know, being the neat freak. It was, yep. it was right in front, accessible. Yeah. Organized in his mind, but not on his desk. Mm -hmm. You know, so couples and this sixty percent of the world is J, it's males and females. Okay. The other forty percent is P, males and females. And so, if the world were all P, no trains would run on time. Right. <laughs> right. It'd be a real problem. Yeah. And, and so, uh, everybody needs to learn to do both. If you're J and you can't relax and go without the schedule, life is pretty bitter. Oh, I can imagine. You're always straining. Yeah, be very yeah. tense. Yeah. I often, when I do um, big seminars with uh, organizational groups, I'll have them line up with P's, with a J over here who can never play until the work is all done, and the P over here that can play anytime. But I never say J and plea. I say, get over here if you can never enjoy yourself and play unless all the work is done and checked off. And they get over there. I said, in the middle, you can do a little both and talk to each other, gravitate, and let's get a line with this end over here. You can play anytime. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, over here are the J's. They're saying, I love my work. It's all play. Oh. It's interesting. That because, is interesting. Because a P would never be over there and be employed. <laughs> <laughs> He's working for himself. Right. Probably. Right. And so it is usually a manager or somebody who really loves what they're doing and they think it's all play. Mm. So it's very, interesting. very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're very organized, very planful, but they're having a wonderful time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very healthy. Uh, the closer we can all get to that place to where we organize and plan, but enjoy our life. Right. Like we've talked about getting balanced, like Jesus was, kind of being in that. Paul said that. I found the secret of contentment in every situation. Right. Ah, oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah. Being content, being happy. You know, uh, we don't have to have a a list with check boxes and check them all off before we're satisfied. We should be satisfied before we check the first box. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an attitude of following Christ. Yeah. yeah, He's very organized and going with the flow. And very, this is all about how we orient with the outside world. Yes. How we, how we kind of interact. Is, what's, an, I mean, another word, orientation, interaction, is that... Yeah, uh, interaction. Yeah, there, nobody's come up with a really good single word. Yeah, but we use either perception or judgment as a dominant thing when we live life. Mm -hmm. So you either perceive life or you plan and organize life. So you make decisions about life and what's going to happen in life. Or life just happens. You know, at yeah. certain times you just want to go with the flow. Um, missionaries who are overly planful have a tough time because the plan's always interrupted. Right. And if you go to a culture that's P and you're a missionary, the Holy Spirit will get that out of you pretty quick. Or you're going back home. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, if they say they're coming, they'll come when they come. Yeah. You know, they say they'll be there in the afternoon. The afternoon starts at 
one, you know, and it goes to six or seven, sometime in there. Right. Yeah, it, when we've talked about the, the others, we talked about the EI, the SN, the TF, we gave a couple scriptural examples of uh, Peter and Paul and of Jesus. And uh, I've got those up here. If you don't mind, I just wanted to kind of share them because no, I thought they ahead. were they were fascinating. Um, the Apostle Paul, judgment, sure. right? First uh, Timothy says, you know, the qualifications of a bishop, an overseer, above reproach, husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, check, 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 check. It's, it's that organization structure. Versus the Apostle Peter, when we think about that in the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter having a sword, drew it back, struck the high priest's servant's ear, and cut off his right ear. He was told this was going to have to happen, but it's just like, oh, hey, here they come. Just a little spontaneous <laughs> impulsive, hey? <laughs> yes. the, yeah, the impulsivity of that. Yeah. Um, that was kind of, yeah, just fascinating. And then I love these two from Jesus because we talk about him being straight down, um, appointing the 70, you know, so he sends out 72 others, two by two, go into every town, Instruction. here's what you do. When you go up to the door, if they receive you, you do this. If they don't receive you, they do that step-by-step instruction. That's very much that, that J versus... Um, what was it in Mark six thirty four? It talks about he sees the great crowd over on the shore, had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he just begins to teach. Just stops and does it. <laughs> it's like you know we're on this journey, we're heading from here to there. Oh wait, there's a crowd. Let's go yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There. I mean, it's yeah. it's the spot. And, and half the apostles that were probably Jay goes here we go again. Here we, no, here we no go. No agenda. Here. Yeah. There goes the agenda. Yep. I, I have led corporations before and um, walked into the board meetings or meetings with staff and not had an agenda. And all the J's rebuked me. Where's the agenda? Why are we here? Yeah. We, we function by structure and organization. Don't you have any? Yeah. I function by, I function by spontaneity and letting things bubble up and... I I will say that I have gotten myself in trouble at church when we decided to do a meeting. Um, My my J people, they loved the fact that I went up on the the dry erase board and I wrote down the agenda. Here, we're going to discuss this topic. We're going to discuss this topic. We're going to discuss this topic. What they did not like... Oh, you erased it, didn't you? No, I, I left it. It was even color-coded. <laughs> However, I went with the color of the rainbow, but it wasn't left to right color, so I bounced from left to right to middle to right to left. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I want to talk about this now. And so yeah. we just kind of talked yeah, about Yeah, a rigid that. person will not like that yeah. because they need to know where they go. And um, to get serious, Josh, some people live in fear, I must know where I'm going. Right. And so they have that fear from childhood that things must be organized and planned or chaos ensues. Or will, yeah. Yeah, and they will look at a P person and say that person is chaotic. Mm-hmm. When they're not, you know, yeah. they're very planned and organized in their head. They know what they're doing. They just enjoy letting life come as it will. And 
they don't have to have necessarily a perfect agenda all the time. Yeah. And, and then it leads to the harsh language that we would have with not only our spouses, but it could be friends, it could be family, it can be coworkers, it can be church members of you're too rigid, you're strict, you don't compromise, or you never have fun, you can't that type of stuff is just, it's destructive for us. Yeah, I was on staff at a church um, some years ago, and a pastor told me, he didn't know me very well, he told me, he says, when I assign somebody to preach, and I find out on Friday they haven't had the sermon all done and polished, I fire them. Hmm. I think Sunday morning is the right time to finish it. Wow. Yeah. I, I spend all week thinking... Yeah about the possibilities, going over the material, learning it. I start to jot it down on Saturday and I polish it on Sunday and deliver. And it's just, I'm P with a lot of structural yeah. integrity in my thinking. I, I like the discipline of structure. But at the same time, I function best by this spontaneous emergence process. And I think it's important for us to Again, like we've done with all of these, recognize these are genetic mm -hmm. things that we have of who we are. And it's, it's important for us to recognize them not only as strengths, but also as weaknesses. To see here is something that we have that God can use easily in us. But there's also a gap that's missing that if we really start to be more like Christ we can be more effective. Look what happened to Paul. We talked about it earlier. John Mark left. Yeah. Broke the agenda, the rule. He left. Right. But then he's valuable to me. Yeah. Paul says in 2 Timothy, he's valuable to me. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah, it's... So the Holy Spirit had worked in his heart you know, have brought him closer to being like Christ. Yeah. And we all need that, but you can't get there if you start from a position of, they're not like me, I dislike them. Mm -hmm. So it really does boil down to wanting to be like Jesus Christ, not commanding the world to be like us. Right, right. It is that gentleness, that flexibility that, that um, the Lord has with us. I mean, he does not violate his laws. And I'm sure he looks at me at times and goes, hey, hey, you know. Right. You know. Yeah. But he waits for me. Mm -hmm. He pushes me where I need to be pushed. I said I would never teach, and I've taught in university. I said I'd never be a preacher, and I've operated yep. a church. Yeah. I quit saying things out loud. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah or, God has a way of turning our nevers into evers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he has constantly pushed me toward my weaknesses yeah. so that his strength could be manifest. Right, right. His strength is manifest in my weakness. Yes. And so constantly bringing me to a point of completion when I see him face to face, being more like him, desiring to be more like him. Focusing on the Bible and just saying, have I obeyed Christ today? You know, it just, it's transformative. It really does begin to change us. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yes, people will still not like us, reject us. And um, 
I want to be that loving, kind, gentle person right. that is the image of the living God. Man, this is good. Um, I think the one thing that I could I could try to do to to summarize this whole thing, and we, if people have been listening through this this series we're doing here on the personality types, I think they've mm-hmm. caught it. It is that we need to be more like Christ because He is obviously the only perfect one, and He is the most balanced when we look at personality types. And mm-hmm. if we're over on one end of the scale or the other. The neat thing is that when we find somebody with an opposite personality of us, if we both are trying to be like Christ, well, we actually get united right where he's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. good? Yes. Yeah. We will have true fellowship, true harmony. Yeah. And um, if we're good. both going towards the same goal. Yep. And couples in marriage, if they both have their eyes on Christ, They'll get there. Right, right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for the, really, the, the, the personality types that we've got. However, there is one big component that we haven't touched on, and it's where a lot of the issues come in with marriages, and it's when we're making decisions. And so for the next episode, I want to talk about what we call the decision-making Z. Okay. All right, let's do that. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you enjoyed looking at personality types and how that can really affect us in all of our relationships. If you did enjoy this episode, I would just encourage that you could share this with your friends, with your family, by using the social media links below. And until next time, we will just see you on the episode so we can all develop great relationships.